0: This is Fred. I'm down here in Florida, and I'd love to see you boys up to Washington July 4th for the Rolling Thunder event. And if you want to have a biker event, you want to go to this one. We all meet at the wall just about July 4th. Eh, probably 3,500 bikes at least come in there. We'd love to have you in there. You're listening to the Rob Bellis Show. What is that? Go <laughs> <laughs> rob, rob the huh? com. <laughs> every, Yeah, whatever that thing says. That's a long radio, friggin'
1: on, website. On gashouseradio.com Yeah, you say that one. On <laughs> gashouseradio.com right. and, Fred, and Fred's one hell of a model American. <laughs> Episode 336 of the Rob V Show, and the president has not been impeached. I wish I had some paper. Or I could tear the paid papers up, like Nancy Pelosi, that bitch did last night. But Nancy, Mitch, all those lovely people, suck it, all of you. You all can suck it for wasting our time for the last three weeks and wasting the taxpayer dollars on this horrific, horrific black guy on America. But what is not a black eye on America is yours truly, Rob Vlivas, episode 366 of The Rob V Show, coming to you live from our satellite studio in beautiful, historic Ambler, not, not even Ambler, Pennsylvania, Orland, Pennsylvania. Is that what I'm looking for? Orland, Pennsylvania? And now, for some reason, my audio, no one can hear the audio now. You know, I try to do a show, I try to start a show, and then suddenly no, no nobody can hear the audio at all. So what we're going to do is we're going to try to go, why isn't we, we're getting no mic audio, which is interesting. So let's go to settings here. You know what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick break, come back with more of the Rob V Show because I'm not quite sure why we're getting no music. We should have plenty of music, but we'll be back with the Rob V Show right after this. It's enjoyable to know you in the concubine. Niggas, take off your coats. Ladies act like gems. There we go. Now I think I have the audio back. Now I think everyone that's tuning in on Facebook can probably hear me. It's good we have listeners out there that can tell me when no one hears us. Anyway, so back on the air for our Facebook listeners, I was saying how Donald Trump is not impeached, which is fantastic, and Nance and Chuck, they're all very upset, and it's a complete waste on the taxpayer dollars. Episode 366 of The Rob V Show. Fund lines are open 215-716-1108. Email me, RobVRadioGmail.com. Instagram, The Rob V Show. Twitter, Twitter. The Rob V Show. Uh, make sure iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, any place that you can go and get um, audio, uh, download audio, download podcast, go do it, rate and review the show. We really appreciate it because it helps a lot. Um, I was going to say we switched over to Podbean, which is a different uh, pod uh, service uh, for you know downloading and uploading your podcast, but my old service, believe it or not, I sent them an email about a complaint and they fixed it. How about that? You don't see that often these days where they actually fix things, that sort of thing. That never, ever happens in in this day and age with customer service. Um, So obviously, rate and review the show. It's always important. Uh, Download it. Listen to it. Uh, Also, when the show's done, you can actually uh, go and watch the show at any time because they're on demand on YouTube now. So there's a nice little – of course, it's more entertaining when we have a lady in studio for now you just got to look at the ladies on the back of the wall but you know when we have ladies in studio you, you could rewatch the show or if you want to rewatch me you can uh lots of things to get to at seven o'clock uh bill zeltzman billy the philly fan my buddy from clearwater florida uh who i met many many years ago when i was down at spring training he's going to call in uh we're going to talk about his new website he's got his podcast going he's he's down in tampa uh he's already been a practice for the phillies so we'll be talking to him he's calling at seven o'clock uh, after seven uh, one of the old staples of the program, the one, the only Glenn Tenner will be on the show. Uh, we have some things to talk about, but our old friend Rob Gray, and if you're a regular listener to the Rob V Show, you'll know all about Rob Gray, probably the biggest con artist in the continental United States. And now he is uh, somewhere in Singapore. So you can check that out. So Glenn will be on it about a se- uh, little after, well, after 7, after we have Bill on. Uh, phone lines are open, 215-716-1108. If you want to call in, you can. Um, uh, phone lines are open. Uh, so call me. Say hello. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of things. I think we'll have controversial things to get to because there's a lot of people I want to rip. And if you watch my post during and before the Super Bowl, you know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, but what I want to get to, right? Well, first of all, what have, what have I been up to? We always start the show what have you been up to? Uh, this week, I took a meeting in the city. Can't really tell you what that meeting was because every time I say I have a meeting, it falls through. But I did take a meeting in, in the city yesterday. I'll talk about my ride down there. More stupid people out there just surrounded by stupid people constantly at all times. There's always stu- just and driving in general. I just I can't stand people. It's the people around you. You got to worry about it's not you driving. Um, didn't watch the Super Bowl at all because I don't care if the Eagles aren't playing. I don't care about the Super Bowl. I'm sick of people going. Oh, you, are you watching the game? Are you what? No, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. I don't want to. I don't care. The Eagles aren't playing. I don't give a shit. Okay, I don't care a little bit. Which leads me to what I'm going to go into next. Where is all this? Where is this Andy Reid love suddenly coming from? That's what I want to know. All of a sudden, everybody loves Andy Reid. Oh, we're happy for Andy. We're happy that Andy run Bullshit. I'm not happy that Andy won. And then you have people going, go Chiefs or go Niners. Listen, I'm an Eagles fan. You'll never hear me say, go Chiefs, go go anybody, ever. It won't happen. Suddenly, when the Eagles aren't playing during the Super Bowl, people are like, oh, we, we got to root for this. this we got to pick a team. No, you don't. You don't have to pick a team. When you root for another team that's not Philadelphia, that's like cheating on your wife or your husband. That's what it's like. Okay? And you're jackasses, all of you. All of you people out there, thank you. Our, bu- our buddy Pops is listening to the program. Pops, I love you. All the people out there that say, go Chiefs, you're all frauds. Turn your Philadelphia cards in, especially people like Chris Sack, who you hear on Green Legion Radio, who says things. I'm proud of you, Andy. Why are you proud of Andy Reid? Because he lost four NFC title games for us. Are you proud of that? How about that? Or the wife beaters he has on the team. Are you proud of that? Or not to mention our great friend Hollis Thomas of the program, who tells us what a jackass Andy Reid is, and you're happy for him? Screw you. I am not happy for Andy Reid in any way, shape, or form. He's a jackass. That's what he is. Andy Reid is a jackass. Okay? And I don't care that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I saw my friend's kids, right? Their uncle is a San Francisco 49ers fan. Now, for the record, this guy isn't even from San Francisco, which makes him a fraud to begin with. They're wearing Niners hats. That's horrible parenting. I wanted to call Child Protective Services on my friends for being horrible parents. You don't wear another team's gear because your team's not playing, okay? And, and maybe it's the competitive nature in me, but when I watch the Super Bowl and the Eagles are in it, you know what it does? It annoys the shit out of me because it frustrates me and it pisses me off that to know the Eagles aren't in it, okay? And my, my um, penance for the Eagles not being in it is not watching the Super Bowl. Why? Because as Eagles fans, we haven't earned the right – to watch the Super Bowl. That's just me. Okay? That's how I am. <laughs> he cheated the Eagles out of our last two titles. Oh, oh, Pops, I love you. I really do. But yeah, Andy Reid's a jackass. Okay? I don't care that he won. Okay? People say, oh, we're so... And the fact that a radio station in this city had an Andy Reid appreciation day, screw you too. Like, I got it. You got it for callers and, li- and people to call in and listeners and all that sort of stuff. And I, and I understand that. But my God, this Andy Reid appreciation stuff is ridiculous, okay? I'm glad it's over. I'm glad the season's over because now we can get back to business on how the Eagles can get back to the Super Bowl. And another thing on top of that, I'm sorry, okay? I love Mike English. Big supporter of the Green Legion. Travels all the time. Friend of mine. And it, it's not just him. It was yesterday yesterday. People were posting articles about, remember two years ago when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Or Mike English has his little thing, his little koozie cup that says, you know, Super Bowl champs. I got a problem with that, okay? We're not Super Bowl champs. We haven't been Super Bowl champs for two weeks. Stop living in the past. When you constantly go around talking about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, you know what you sound like? You sound like a Cowboys fan. That's what you sound like when you do that, Okay. We're not champs. I don't act like we're Super Bowl champs. I'm pissed off that we're not Super Bowl champs, and we got to find a way to get back to the Super Bowl instead of living in the past. When you keep bringing that up, you sound like a Cowboys fan, and you're a jackass, and I'm going to call you out for it. That's what I'm going to do. Okay? It's not me trolling people. It's me telling you the way it is. If more people listen to Rob Valivas, the world would be a better place. Just listen to me. Listen, most marriages I get right, when I tell people – you're probably not gonna stay married. Usually I'm right. That's just the way that is. I got a good intuition. If you the only thing I can't get is lottery numbers right. I wish I could get lottery if I could get lottery numbers right, things would be a lot better. They would. They'd be tremendously better. But seriously, stop with the Andy Reed love. I'm sick of it. You all suck for loving Andy Reid, loving the Chiefs. Oh, and then you got LaShawn McCoy on Instagram who was didn't even play in the game because he didn't dress. Was saying, "Well, it's a great job to win a Super Bowl. You didn't do shit. You haven't done shit all year." There's another jackass. I'm I'm sorry. I know he hasn't been and uh, he hasn't been charged with anything, but he's been implicated in three or four different things that aren't the nicest thing in the world. Usually, where there's smoke, where there's fire. He's another asshole. He's a guy. He's in the Donovan McNabb hate for me. Where guys that I loved when they played here, and then when they left, they became more jackasses. I want nothing to do with them. Period. At all. So, just, I, maybe, you know, I should just stop following LaShawn McCoy on Instagram. Then I won't see these things. I want to get into, uh, I, like I said, I took a meeting last night. And uh, on my way into the meeting, you know, one of the new segments on the program is stupid people and the, and the things they do. So I'm on Lincoln Drive last night. By the way, beautiful that it's paved. I love the fact that Lincoln Drive's paved. It's like, oh, my God, it's like the Cadillac of roads. It's not like you're driving through a minefield When you're driving on Lincoln Drive. But anyway, I'm on, uh, I guess I was on uh, Delarave. Not Columbus Boulevard, you jackasses. Delarave. Okay, I was on Delarave. I will never call that thing Columbus Boulevard. I still think it's stupid that they call it that. Not that I have a problem with Columbus. I just think they should have never switched the name. Anyway, that's besides the point. I'm getting on a tangent. I'm driving. I'm in the left lane. There's two cars in front of me. I can't go any faster because there's two cars in front of me. Of course, there's a jackass behind me that has to speed up, cut me off, just to get in front of me. And then he goes nowhere. Why? Because there's two cars in front of him. And then there's a red light, and he can't go anywhere. You people are assholes. You know, I kind of wish Gallagher in a skit years ago, he always had, like, ideas, things that people should all all have, and these were kind of big in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s, no one has them anymore, that, like, these Avengers, we have, like, the speakers in the hood where you can, you know, know, talk and people can hear you. People should have these on their cars. So I could have, you know, got to the red light with all the people around me after this jackass cut me off. And we could have just said, is it me or is that guy an asshole? You, you need these things. you got to be able to communicate with people. It's just like Gallagher said, I wish I could have got out of the car. You see, you got to be more honest with people. You know, people, you won't be so angry if you just share how you feel with people. But this jackass at the red light, what I should have done was I should have got out of the car. In the words of Gallagher, tool, took, took my time, tooled on over, plenty of red, knocked on the window and said, what the fuck was all that back there? The people, the oh God, just I, I'm convinced there's more stupid people in this world today than normal people. I'm 100% convinced about this. My father tells me all the time. That's why he doesn't leave his house in New Hope. Why does he want to deal with assholes? I don't like dealing with them, but I have to go out in the public. That's what I got to do. It's bullshit, is what it is. The only positive from last night, a good meeting in Lincoln Drive wasn't like driving through potholes. And it was like 60 out. I'm like, this is, this is great. Oh, and then you got, by the way, speaking of we had some warm weather, now it's going to get cold again. Not that we've had a bad winter, knock on wood. I know people that enjoy winter. If you enjoy winter, you're a jackass. I'm sorry. You are a complete jackass if you enjoy winter. What is there to enjoy about it? You don't see anybody. Girls wear more, not less. And it gets dark out later, or although it's starting, it's starting to uh, stay lighter out now. But there's nothing good about it at all. You people, you like winning, you all suck, all of you. Uh, every single one of you, every, all of you, you all suck. Uh, 7 o'clock, uh, Billy Philly fan will be on We'll be on with us. And I'll uh, talk a little Phillies baseball talk about, you know, how the Phillies make no moves. We need a third baseman. They need to fix the bullpen. They need a starting pitcher. They'll win you know, 80, 85 games this year. Because, you know, our owner doesn't like to spend any money. Even though he has plenty of money, he doesn't want to spend it. Even the Mets might be better than the Phillies. Yes, Chris. I'll admit that the Mets—not not that that's saying much, because you know the, the Mets are—you know have the revolving doors of managers and they find a way to choke all the time. But the Phillies don't have what they need right now, at all, to be even competitive. Well, they might be competitive, but they're not going to wanna the play. They're not going to get into the playoffs, which sucks. But it is. What are you going to do? I just the the you know the, the, I'll, I'll wait for 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 Bill to call and talk about the Phillies because I'm just going to go. I'm going to lose my mind. You know if if I do that. Um, so like I said, had a good meeting, productive meeting, hopefully again, just like the guest I have, well, we have booked later this month. I can't announce that yet because those, de- those details aren't done yet, but I've learned, I've learned doing this a million, doing this so long. I don't say something's going to happen till I know for a fact that it's actually going to happen. Hey, Chris, I know you're Chris, you're listening. So have you made any headway on getting the club? Cause you know, I could, you know, let me know if you need help. I can come in there and, you know, rip everybody into shape. That's another thing I've been saying for years they should do a reality show on a gentleman's club I know they had something on HBO I don't know if it was really a reality show it was they interviewed the girl I, I mean I guess it kind of was what was it G string divas wasn't a bad concept they should bring it back though and just and do it on one club instead of spreading out the four just pick one club fumble around I think that would be highly entertaining radio if you did a, a um a reality show with a strip club but that that's just me oh gritty gritty got off scot- free he nothing happened to him which we kind of thought, kind of sound fishy with the, um, uh, the story of uh, when, when the guy uh, called the radio station here in Philly. And uh, so he's, he's off. He was uh, not, not that he was found not guilty. He was never charged. He was just uh, ex- not even exo- exonerated. They just found out that nothing wrong happened. So, you know, Grady's free, which is always good. It's fantastic, lovely, all those fun things. Um, trying to think what else I've been up to. We've, we've been, we, we do have some guests booked. But of course, I was going to uh, have guests in tonight. My one guest said her transmission went, so we don't know if that's true or not. We really need, like I was telling Quimby in our studio Northern Liberties, we need a wall of excuses. We say this all the time, you know, my transmission didn't work, uh, the FBI's at my house, uh, my grandmother died for the 75th time, my uncle died for the 10th time, um, my boyfriend left me. You know we need we need the uh, the list of excuses on the wall because we've heard them all. Like with the the meeting I had last night, we we brought this up with, uh, with the people I was with, and they are like, "Oh, we 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 should have a wall of excuses too with all the shit we deal with." And they said, "There's probably a lot of people's grandmothers, you know, that die in, in the hospitals every night because that's you know we hear that all the time. Oh, my grandmother died, my so and so died." So that's why I don't have a guest tonight. Not that it matters because I could sit here and talk for three hours. You know, I don't I don't need. You know, I it's nice when someone's here. But I can talk for three hours. I can talk three hours straight. Unlike speaking of people that can't talk, once again on 97.5, Natalie Agonoff fucked up again. Royally, royally screwed up today. I think she screwed up <laughs> her transmission blew up. <laughs> I think um that what are you reading my text message, Chris? Her transmission blew up. I have it's it's like he 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 um what's what I'm looking for here? It's like he's reading my phone. That's a little weird, Chris. Um, but anyway, I forgot where I was going to go with this. God damn it. See? See? Uh, you pop something up on the screen here. I was getting ready to talk about something, then boom. I can't remember where I was going with this. And I, and I, I even have notes that I have here, of stuff I want to get to. And I can't remember what the hell I Oh, I know what it was. Natalie Eginhoff. Update. Screwed it up royally. Screwed up pronouncing names. Uh, screwed up just everything. And she still has a job. I I don't know. Oh, I got you. You knew. What are you creeping on me there? You knew who I got you. Okay. Um, But no, um, I don't know how Natalie has a job. I really don't. Good looking girl. Nice girl. But she screws up all the time. But she has a job. I will continue to fight the good fight with this and tell you she should not be on the air. Let me rephrase this. She shouldn't be on the air in a top 40 market because she doesn't deserve. She doesn't deserve to be on the air in a top 40 market. Period. End of story. But listen, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I was driving, I had the radio on and she happened to screw up again. You know, I should keep a I should keep a list of all the times. Just like the wall of excuses, I should keep a list of all the times that, you know, she uh she screws up, cuz lord knows it's a lot. Oh my god, it just it's just one thing after another, after another, after another. Uh, I did see. I'm trying to think what else. Did talk to uh, talk to Mike Diaz this week? I know. I think they have. I think they're doing a show tomorrow night. You know what? I, I can't quote me on that on Green Legion Radio. I think they're doing. You know what? I take that back. I don't know when they're doing a show. They they switch between Thursdays and Fridays. Whether they're doing, I don't even know what 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 um what what Diaz and um Sack are calling their new show. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I do want to get into wrestling later. I, I'm debating if I should do a wrestling podcast. I'm putting feelers out there. I might do it, but I don't know. Yeah, the Rob and Natalie show, Chris. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be followed up by the Rob and Lisa Ann show. We'll get that going. Again, the meeting I had, you know, someone Lisa Ann's name came up. Like, oh, you should, you should start the war again with Lisa Ann. That'd be a, that'd be gr- good ratings. I'm like, I'm not dealing with that anymore. I, I I'm I'm listen. I I've I've put my uh, my sword down. Okay, uh, I want to make love, not war. All right, I don't need Lisa Ann. Um, you know. Getting pissed at me again, so I'm just kind of I'm laying low. You know, I'm not gonna. Although it would be great radio, me, Lisa, and Natalie Egan off on, on the air at the same time. That's radio. That's something pe- people would pay to watch. That they would come back. I mean, I I'd pay to watch that shit. That's just that's just me. That's that's all I'm going with that. I'm not gonna go. Not gonna go any further. Um, what else? Oh, people, you have to check out. Is it called? Is it called Mick McMillions? Maybe on HBO. Uh, the new documentary you just started about how people uh, hijack the Monopoly game—I'm enthralled by it. I think it's six episodes. I watched the first one; I love it. I, it's it's highly entertaining. I highly recommend it. I will tell you what—I'm really getting sick of though. Uh, what is it? The, the Oak Island—the show on the History Channel—I'm really getting sick of it because they don't find anything. They'll find one piece of metal and then they'll spend five hours on it. Can you find a hole? Can you find a shaft? Can you find do something? But yet, I still watch every week. I guess they're doing their job. But I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it all the time. But I still watch. So I shouldn't complain about Oak Island because I still watch constantly all the time. All the time. But it's just, it's one thing after another after another. Uh, we will. The, once uh, um, Billy's going to call in soon, we'll talk Phillies, uh, take a break, talk to Sixers a little bit. Glenn Tenors, I'm looking forward to talking to Glenn. Because there's something we I want I want to go over with him when he calls in and I haven't had him I like having Glenn back in because Glenn's a character he's uh I think some people say he sounds like Lurch <laughs> which I guess he technically does sound like Lurch um he uh, I called him right before the show I'm like can you call in he's like well how much are you gonna pay me I'm like we'll we'll talk about that on the air Glenn we'll we'll negotiate we'll negotiate on the air what you're worth because you know, high finances for Glenn Tenner all the way always high finances um what else i'm trying to think i'm trying to think anything else i did this week that that really that irked me or i I thought i needed to bring up um other than you know people not being able to drive because that happens constantly all the time i can't deal with it anymore um oh facebook i forgot about this i even have see i I do have little notes here you ever refriend someone oh see I, I swear he's right on time all the time. When I haven't talked to him in a long time, Bill Zeltzman, what's up, buddy? How are you? Hello. Are you? Can you hear me now? I can. How are you, buddy?
2: I'm doing great. How you
1: doing? It's. Fa- I'm glad to hear from you. Um. When I guess my first question is, when did you migrate down to Tampa? I just happened to notice it. Have you been down there a while? I got
2: back here in July. I went to undergrad down here, so it was great to get back down to the Bay Area, closer to spring training. And uh, eighty degrees today, so you can't complain about that.
1: Are, are you rubbing that in my face that it's like currently thirty-five here?
2: I know. Well, I'm sure you'll be down for spring training, right?
1: I don't know if I'm coming. I have a trip in Vegas the first week of April, so I haven't decided if I'm coming yet. I still uh, may. I yeah. still may come. I'd pick Vegas, but yeah, <laughs> right. Hey, Florida's fun too. I like I like Florida. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with Florida. But uh, I always, you know, when I think spring training, I think of you because when we met six okay. six or seven years ago, you're probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. For one simple incident, if you even remember this, we're in Dunedin at the Blue Jay Stadium, which I'm not a fan of that stadium to begin with, and I think they were playing the uh, the Canadian national anthem. We were standing for it and you were narrating you were narrating during the national anthem about how Canada should pretty much thank us for for the united states because we pretty much you know keep them out of trouble all the time but the way you said it was was very highly entertaining
2: so, so i'm not going to lie i might have had a beverage or two before the national anthem <laughs> i might have still been a little bit and still to this day i'm a little bit sour about joe carter in 1993 yep and yes i rewrote the canadian national anthem uh, you know, when there's the part in there where they talked about, you know, being safe from tyranny and this and that. And I said, yeah, thanks to the American military. <laughs> that that didn't go over real well. And then after I told them, well, the only chance they have, they never have a chance of making the playoffs again with the Yankees and Red Sox in there. Yeah, I was lucky I didn't get it thrown out of there by the first inning. Every time I drive through Dunedin, even now, uh, I duck. I only live about 10 minutes from Dunedin. I duck and I, you know, I'm looking for whizzing bullets and Canadians chasing me down the street. And God forbid, I don't dare travel to Canada because it probably is pictures of me at the border.
1: <laughs> I love it. I that love was, it.
2: That, that, that was a day and a half in, uh, in Dunedin. And here's the thing. I have, I've only been back over there since, I don't think I've been back since that time. They opened a brand new uh, stadium in Dunedin. They've totally, it's the same place, but they redid it. Oh, okay. And, uh, I'm dying to see it, and now I'm like, oh my God, There's probably they probably have like guards waiting out front, so chances are I'm not getting in, but I'm going to try and get tickets, and uh, I think I'm going to have to do one of my Billy the Philly fan uh, rants right from there, and if I do it, I'm going to have the Canadian flag in the background. I might
1: have to fly in just so I can be a part of that, just so yeah, I can see it. What? That may may be better than you going to Vegas. Let's be honest. (laughs) I think you're right. That might be better than me going to Vegas. Now, before I get into your new venture, and I do want to talk about it. Okay. I do want to talk Phillies because I'm just aggravated to no end. So try to – I don't know if you can make me feel better or you're going to agree with me on this. How come our owner isn't spending the money that he needs to spend? We don't have a third baseman. We don't have the starting pitching we need. Uh, Scott Kingery – isn't going to play second base all year because we have a shortstop that I don't think we should be on, should be on the team. You know. Are, are, am, am I saying anything out of school, or can you talk me off the ledge, or are you in agreement with me on this?
2: Well, here, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you why I didn't spend money. They didn't spend money because they figured it's Genardi's first year, and they're looking at 2020 as a mulligan. And they're, go, they're looking at it as a recon that he's going to go in there and say this is what we need, this is what whatever. I also think very similar to what happened in, uh, was it 04 and 05 or 05 and 06? Uh, you know, the first year, the manager's head was chopped when Bo was fired. Second year, the GM's head was chopped. And I think Clint is on, if they don't make the playoffs, he, he's out of there. And I But I think the ownership at the same time is saying, well, do it with, this is what you've created, sink or swim. We're not going over that luxury threshold for, for the whim of we may get a second wild card spot and losing a one game playoff. And, and I agree that that just doesn't make sense. But the truth is Hingary needs to be at second base and left at second base. Uh, you're going to try, you're going to put Segura, I guess, at third base, but at this point, Segura has become expendable. And it's a shame because he's a nice player, but he's not a third baseman and he doesn't have the right bat. You know, he, he's not the offensive guy you need at third base. Like it, him as a shortstop is great. Him as a third baseman, he's subpar. Um and I feel the same way with Kingery. I feel like Kingery could be an all-star second baseman. You put him at third base, and he's, he's middle of the road. They, you know, you talk about starting pitching. They did nothing to address the number three. Look, the Zach Wheeler deal—that's a nice deal. Is yeah. it a great deal? I don't. I don't know. Let's see if he stays healthy. But it's a nice one-two punch with Nola and and, and Wheeler. Is it as good as the Nationals' one-two punch? Absolutely not. Is it as good as the Braves' one-two punch? Probably not. And they've got nothing three, four, or five. And as pissed off as I may be about the fact that they didn't go get the third pitcher, I'm actually more upset they did nothing to address an absolutely atrocious bullpen.
1: Come on they they picked and up bull- all these they picked up all these no name guys to come into the bullpen.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 and and I dare you to name three of them because you can't.
1: I can't either. No, the one guy who's yeah, the guy they exactly. got from, who's the guy they got from Pittsburgh. I think he's decent. We signed him about a week or two ago. We oh, you remember the-, the 80s? I think I think it was Tony Gelfi. No,
2: it was, was the other guy that had uh, porfi Aldo Morano from the uh, 80s. Yeah. They, they just signed Steve Bedrosian to a two-year contract. I mean, you know, yeah, they, they did nothing to address an atrocious, atrocious bullpen. And what you can see, and I, I I hate the Mets, but I give them credit, as bad as their bullpen was last year, at the end of the year, they put things together. There's nothing more demoralizing to a team than having a three-one lead after the seventh inning and bringing your bullpen in and blowing the game. I mean that just sucks. Everybody on the field, you walk out of there just, just angry, and that's where the Phillies. Are, that's what the Phillies are set up to do this year. You're going to get a nice Nolan start, get between six and eight innings from him, and then you're going to, you know, you're going to bring in the guy that's in the left field bullpen, the left field seats that looks athletic, and he's going to blow the game, uh, because that's all you've got coming out of your bullpen. And when that happens over and over and over. Uh, you know your your pitchers get pissed off. They they don't perform as well. Your starters, um, and then your position players they get demoralized, and and now you got a bad situation. And that's what happened to Kapler. Look, I didn't like Gabe Kapler, but Gabe Kapler was could only work with what he had, um, and of course injuries hurt him too. They lost Robertson last year. They lost um, let's go the other guy Sergio, whatever the hell his name is. Oh, Anthony uh, Dominguez. Papio Sergio yeah. Dominguez. Yeah, Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony, you know, and they were nice pitchers they lost. But at the same time, the Phillies did nothing at the break when they were still looking like maybe they could contend to go address that. And it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to address it, what are you going to do? So I I don't know. You know, I I tend to be in the middle. You have your Phillies fans that that everything in the world is good. You have your Phillies fans that that are negative and complain about everything up and down and nothing's ever right. I tend to be somewhere in the middle on it. But I'm with you. Like I said, I I feel like the Zach Wheeler signing was a good signing. Uh, I like uh, getting, you know, D.D. Gregorius at at shortstop. I feel like that, especially with his his past with um, Girardi, that that'll be a a decent pickup, and we'll see where that goes. But when you go further than that, um, they have not done the things they need to do to address the team and to become, you know, a competitive team. You're looking at a best, you know, I think you and I mentioned uh, talked about this on, on Facebook, they're at best a third place team with an outside shot of squeaking a uh, 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 wild card berth, a second wild card berth. Uh, but right now, I'm not sure that they're better than the Mets. Uh, the only thing they have going for them is this, the Mets, as always, are idiots and can't get out of their own way. I mean, my God, <laughs> you think about the Mets' history and how cursed they are, and then to have this Carlos Beltran thing blow up—it's like they. This is the first time it wasn't their fault, and it still blew up in their face.
1: No, it's it it's ridiculous. I was hoping you talk me off the ledge, but I think you're uh, just reaffirming exactly what I thought. Uh, so yeah. he, here's the only thing I'm I'm hoping for, and I know I know it won't happen because we never bring young guys up right out of spring training. Do you think Boehm has a shot to make the club, or there's no chance of that, that happening? Well,
2: so so that's a that's a good question, and, and no, and here's why <laughs> yeah. the way ba- the way baseball has changed um, with. Uh, you know, the, 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 the whole arbitration-eligible things and all that other stuff, it behooves the Phillies to leave him down until June 1st because if he is in the minor leagues until June 1st, they get an extra year of arbitration eligibility with him. And now with that luxury tax, that means all the more of what they need to do, um, you know, to, to control him for an extra year, keep the salary down for an extra year, Uh, And and quite frankly, I think the way they're looking at it is, let's see what we've got here. Um, You know, can Segura play at least an average, maybe an average uh, third base? Just enough, give us enough offensive production that we're somewhere around 500 in the hunt. Bone goes and rips it up in AAA, which after seeing him in in, uh, the Arizona Fall League, looking at what he did last year, I feel like he's going to do. Right after June 1st, they bring him up. Segura becomes a really nice trade chip to maybe get that extra starting pitcher at the uh, at the break, or a reliever at or the deadline, or a reliever at the deadline. Um, and, and that I think maybe in the background is their plan. Now, if Bone comes in and has a spring training like um, Kingery had, was that two years ago or three years ago when Kingery, mm-hmm. you know, they had no choice but to make Kingery make the team after that spring training, he hit four or something, I believe. Yeah, high threes or, of course. Then I think you're in a whole other situation, and the Phillies are going to say, Well, it's worth, you know, if we lose a year of arbitration, but we got a guy that can bang out 25, 30 home runs. And you mix that with Harper, a hopefully rejuvenated uh, Reese Hoskins, uh, a, a healthy McCutcheon, Kingery uh, that should hit 20 home runs. Well, now you've got something. Um, so if he comes in and absolute, absolutely rakes in spring training, I think it changes that plan. But I think the plan for right now, is exactly what I said. Keep him in the minors until June to keep the salary out arbitration, get that extra year, and then trade Segura at the break for somebody that's going to, uh, you know, somebody that, that's going to you know, hopefully an arm, you know, pitcher, this, that, whatever. But, you know, the other question mark that's in that whole thing is what, you know, when they signed McCutcheon last year, my response was, congratulations, you just won the, ni- the 2009 pennant. Oh, again, cause we won the pennant in 2009. But I got to tell you, I was very impressed with what McCutcheon can still bring at 30, you know, age 32 season. He's age 33 and now has a bum knee. What does – you? I don't believe he's an everyday player anymore. And what does he really bring to the equation? And, you know, we could talk about Odubel Herrera and if they were to keep him for some reason or, you know, whatever else. Um, but you really are dealing with only two major league outfielders, and one of them has a bum knee and is 33 years old. Uh, you're going to go with Hazely in, in center field. Well, we don't know what he's going to do over a full season. We just don't know. And they have nothing. Oh, Jay Bruce. We really come on. That guy's like 78 years old.
1: No, I agree with everything that you're saying, and I, and I agree with mostly the things you say. But I, the other reason I wanted to have you on is talk about PhillyCornerPubSports.com. So what what what's the website? What are you guys doing over there? <laughs> F- fill, fill me in, the listeners. All
2: right. So we're uh, PhillyCornerPub.com. Uh, we're gonna kind of, we're gonna resurrect the old Billy the Philly fan rants. I'm gonna start doing the rants again. Uh, it's gonna have the articles that we used to have on the original. I had fightingphillies.com, which became part of the MTR uh, Media and MTR Radio Network. We're gonna bring it back, but it's just gonna be Philly, Philadelphia Phillies talk. Um, I may expand and, and throw the Eagles, Sixers, Flyers in there at some point, but for right now, it's just gonna be Phillies. Whereas MTR did, you know, was nationwide. Uh, It's just going to be articles. It's going to be the rants. If I get inspired, maybe I get a guest like you to come on. Maybe I'll do a podcast from time to time. We'll see. But that's all it's going to be. And it's going to be, you know, I'm not going to break news. It's going to be more about insight and opinion, uh, you know, talking about exactly what kind of things we're talking about now. Like, why is it that Bohm's not coming with the team out of spring training? There'll be articles explaining that kind of stuff.
1: Listen, I'm looking forward to checking that out. I like all the stuff that you do. I like the video that you put up about, you know, what to do in Clearwater, where to go. So if, you know, people are coming to Clearwater, everyone knows I'm a foodie. What, what would you say the best restaurant is in Clearwater Beach to go to and have dinner when you're in there, when you're down there for spring training?
2: Well, I'm going to tell you to leave Clearwater Beach, go over to Tampa and hit the Columbia. Okay. It's one of the top restaurants in the world. It's in Ebor City. For any of your listeners that are cigar smokers, I'm actually smoking a cigar from Ebor right now as we're doing this interview. Okay. Um... And uh, there's about 15, 20 cigar, uh, hand-rolled cigar shops on that strip. The Columbia Restaurant, again, it's, uh, it's uh, Spanish-slash-Cuban food. It's, some of the, it's one of the mo- most renowned restaurants in the world. If somebody wants to go and really live it up and, and, and hit another uh, you know, world-famous restaurant, Burns Steakhouse in uh, Tampa. Uh, it's in uh, the, the uh, Hyde Park area. Is also, uh, you know, you got to wear a suit. So a lot of people travel down here aren't going to have a suit on, but it is an experience. It's got a, a wine cellar that goes all the way under the street. It's known as one of the best wine cellars in the world. They have a separate cigar room, or I'm sorry, dessert room. I've spoken to my cigar, my brain is. <laughs> they have a separate uh, dessert room where after you sit and have your meal, you know, you're kind of like getting antsy. Mm-hmm. They sit you up and reseat you in this uh, dessert room. And it's a whole other experience with all kinds of top shelf liquors and, you know, dessert liquors and everything else. Uh, if you're going to stay in Clearwater beach or stay closer to that, um, there is a Columbia over there. I think it's actually an in Indian Rocks. It's nowhere near the experience of going and the food I've been told is, is not as good, but that's a good pick. Of course you have Lenny's for breakfast right around the corner from the stadium, which is more about just the event of going in there. And, you know, the Phillies players are in there and, uh, you know, I had breakfast with Gabe Kapler last February. He was there. Um, you know, so there's that going on. Uh, if you want something casual, though, you can't beat the Palm Pavilion. Of course, Frenchies has probably the best food for that kind of bar food on the island. Um, you have Shepherds. But, but I, I, if, if you had to pick one, I would say Frenchies. If you're into Grouper, their Grouper sandwich is the best in the area.
1: Listen, Billy, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. We, i got to have you on uh, soon uh, rather than later. I love yeah. having you on. And if you venture back up to Philly in the summer, we got to catch up for a game.
2: I absolutely will. I'll be up there sometime this summer, and yeah, let's do it.
1: All right, Billy, it's always a pleasure, man. All right, thanks for having me on. All right, I'll see you. There you go. My good old friend Bill Zeltzman calling in from Clearwater Beach. He's a lucky son of a bitch right now. Going to take a quick break, come back, and we're going to have the one, the only, often imitated, never duplicated, Glenn Tanner on the program right after this.
0: Hey, hey your way to work tomorrow instead of sitting around with your finger up your ass look around there's a union out there called ask me and they're busting their balls for you doing a lot of shit work you take for granted for example we pick up your fucking garbage we got broads out there we'll keep your kids from getting run over by some hard on we plug up the holes in the road so you don't fuck up your car and we push around a lot of little old ladies from florida we're out there zapping rats and roaches and making sure your kids don't drink piss from no fucking water fountains. We're fucking uh, me, amalgamated federalization. Hey, I don't know what the fuck it means. All I know is we're hard-working taxpaying people like you. And we don't take shit from nobody. You got that, asshole? Ask me. The fucking union, it works for you.
1: Tune in to the Rob Rob, Valivas Show on GasHouseRadio.com every Sunday night, nine to eleven p.m.
3: Hey, guys, this is Brandy Love, Love, and and you're listening to the Rob V. Radio Show on on RobVRadio.com.
1: And we're back on the Rob V. Show on RobVRadio.com. Thank you to Bill Zeltzman, Billy the Philly fan, from calling in from Clearwater. It's always good to talk to him. Actually, he's in Tampa. I'm sorry, Ebar City more specifically. Uh, What we're going to go to now is uh, we're trying to get Glenn Tenner on the phone. Um, Heaven forbid I just tell him to call. But uh, we are going to get Glenn on the phone. Uh, where the hell is his number? There it is. Because uh, there's some things I want to talk to Glenn about. So we're going to try to get to one the only, Glenn Tenner, on the program. Hopefully he actually answers the phone. Because he knows I'm supposed to be calling. We have some things we want to get to. And I haven't heard from Glenn in a long time. Come on, Glenn. Answer the phone. F- he knows I'm supposed to be calling him. I'm calling him. And he's not answering. Hello? Glenn, how are you, buddy? Welcome to the program.
3: Oh hi, Rod. This is great. I... Hi, Bob. What's up?
1: Wait, what are you? Are you sleeping?
3: I was. So now I'm awake.
1: Hold on. I, I thought you're working constantly. Why are you sleeping on the job?
3: I'm tired, man. Jobs <laughs> killing me. Did you
1: Did you have a long day selling stuff door to door?
3: Um. Yeah. It's less but Yeah. It's a long day. <laughs> I,
1: I'm sorry. I didn't, Glenn, I didn't mean to wake up. I just I haven't had you on in such a long time. I wanted to have wanted the listeners to hear your voice because, frankly, we haven't heard from you in a really long time.
3: Well, Rob, you haven't called me, invited me on the show. You know what you're
1: doing in a second. Uh, see, see, I'll see. I- see, I know, I know. That's bullshit because I've tried to get you in this studio on numerous occasions, and you you're like a chick. You always tell me you're busy constantly.
3: I'll tell you what, Rob, if you get hookers and strippers there, I will be there. I guarantee it.
1: Okay, so if I can produce hookers and strippers next week, you'll come with a bottle of and a pole with Manischewitz wine.
3: I'll I'll, double pick one up.
1: Now, I wanted to have you on because, you know, the early listeners of the program remember Rob Gray, and last week or the week before a video surfaced of our friend Rob Gray on YouTube talking about Bitcoin at a Singapore convention. Did you get a chance to see this video, Glenn?
3: I did. I found screwing... it fascinating. He's now screwing number one, and he's still walking around.
1: He's now screwing people internationally.
3: Oh, of course! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's
1: just when I saw oh, it, yeah, I, was man, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, Glenn's got to see this.
3: I know, man. Thanks. I was, I was, I was crazy, y'all. Um, yeah. Uh, Glenn, I, mean, I haven't seen or talked to him in twenty. Uh, 20- it must be like twenty some years.
1: You, it's not been twenty years, has it? That's not. No, it hasn't been twenty years. Because <laughs> I was in high school twenty years ago. There goes Glenn making shit up again. You still, you still no, can't man, get over
3: wondered, it. What year did I meet Rob and your brother? I met them. I think
1: you met them. You knew. I knew you when I was in high school.
3: Two thousand, around nineteen ninety nine. That's true. two thousand it'll be like twenty years. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but two thousand. But you still talked to him after that. I'm sorry. You still talk to him like you probably were still talking to him in talk 2005. Him. Rob Gray. I mean, it's, it, to him. it hasn't been 20 years. I think it's been it's oh, been shorter on. than it's that. Just,
3: 1999. I remember the, when I met Rob and your brother. I remember 1999. It was the year 2000 compliant. We had to go out there and fix a lot of confusion. Some software. So it was 1999. Which I met. um which I met. You know, Tony too, and and good. Mom. I just saw
1: Tony Bose. Good old, good old Tony Bose from Delran Builders.
3: What's he doing now? He's retired. He's retired. Like yeah,
1: actually, he told me that he'd like to get in contact with you.
3: No, he wouldn't.
1: <laughs> no, it's, you don't believe me. Why would I lie about something like that?
3: Uh, for entertainment purposes to help your ratings. <laughs>
1: Glenn, I don't need any help with the ratings now because, what, Glenn, you haven't said it in a long time on the air. What am I in the Philadelphia market?
3: Well, we are the most talented broadcaster
1: in the history of
3: Philadelphia. In the history of Philadelphia market, man.
1: Glenn, you're great. I appreciate that. I really do. No problem, Rob. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, I, I think you did tell me we had to negotiate a price for you to call in, some sort of fee.
3: That's what I have to I have to charge you for that. So what?
1: What do you? What are you worth? You think? What What's What's Tanner worth to call into the Rob V Show? Make even a though I called you, one
3: hundred fifty bucks an hour. Right? 100,
1: 150 bucks an hour. I don't know yeah. if you. I think you it's more like twenty five an hour. I don't know if you're worth. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if you're worth one hundred fifty. Will you take twenty five?
3: Sure, why not? Yeah, let's so
1: it. <laughs> if you will take twenty five, will you take five? <laughs>
3: Oh my God! Now you're now we're gonna start. you're gonna start asking me for money to get on the on your show. But
1: yeah, Glenn, how about this? Will you pay me ten dollars to come on the show?
3: Will I pay you what?
1: Pay me money to come on my show?
3: Absolutely. How much do you want, Rob?
1: Pay me fifty bucks to come in.
3: All right. I was gonna put a I was gonna put a Corvette on my credit card for you.
1: You know, it's funny you bring that up, but someone did buy a Corvette on your credit card once upon a time. You can hear that on the Rob it V. Show archives. It nice
3: Corvette. It was crazy. Yeah. That's
1: when I found out you can literally buy a car with a credit card. You can walk in, say, I want to buy a $60,000 car, and just put your credit card down.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's what they wanted.
1: <laughs> you can also advance money on that credit card to pay people, to pay people that may have been gambling at your home. You can do that, too.
3: We, we, Silicon East, did have inv- in an investment a, in a casino.
1: Now, for the people that are listening, this is well more than seven years ago, so you know no one could technically get in trouble right now.
3: And the police, and the police I believe the police chief was there, too.
1: <laughs> I don't think the police chief. See, now, you're, Glenn, you're just making stuff up now.
3: I'm not kidding. Who was it? You tell me.
1: I don't remember what you're talking about. I'm not it was
3: one imp- police. It was a police captain, I believe, was there.
1: Oh, well, I don't. I don't remember any of that.
3: Oh, I remember like clearly, man. Let's not
1: incriminate anybody on the program. Let's not do. Uh, we don't want that to happen.
3: This, this is not murder. It's not like statute of limitations <laughs> so, so apply here. Okay. <laughs> View- I remember getting the equipment with the rail. I think we had a U-Haul or something when we, we went to one of Joe's, whatever, and got this black shop, blackjack machine, and and, and, and a roulette wheel. You went to a, you, a you were
1: you went to Atlantic City. You went to a warehouse to get it. That's right. I do remember that. Well, listen, Glenn. I wanted to hear your voice. I haven't heard from you in a while. Maybe next week we can get you live in the studio. It'd be nice to have you here in person.
3: Oh my god, I would die for I, I would die to go there. I would, I, would, I would. I'd be great.
1: Glenn, I I you know, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you. You you can go back to sleep. You know, I know you're a busy man and uh, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you fall back asleep there, Glenn. I'm sorry that we you know, intruded on you tonight.
3: God bless you, Rob.
1: There you go. I'll see you, Glenn. bye right, bye. There you go. The one the only. Often imitated, never duplicated. Glenn Tanner on the program. Glenn, it's always good to hear from you. Um, What else do I have in my notes here? We talked about Gritty. We talked about – oh, the Sixers. I should have had Mike Diaz on because I was talking to him today with the Sixers. Um, Brett Brown needs to be fired, okay? He 100% needs to be fired is what he needs to be because I believe in the team. I like the talent on the team. Some people will argue that, but the coach needs to go. The problem is if you fire the coach, who do you replace him with? I don't know. Bring back Pep. Hashtag bring back Pep. Yeah, I'll get right on that, Chris. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll let Pep know. You know, we'll, we'll get his ego up even more. And we'll let him know that people actually... There's a there's a Pep fan club that's led by Liam, uh, who's in Millersville. And Chris, who's, I believe, somewhere are you in Northeast Philly, Chris? Is that where you're at? Bring hashtag... You should turn that on Twitter. Hashtag bring back Pep. Real quick, I do want to talk a little wrestling. Because like I said, I'm, I'm debating... I, that I should start a wrestling podcast, but a couple things. One, obviously, AEW's tonight, NXT's tonight. Um, I'll get into that in a second. You know, watching... I've been... Every night, I usually, I watch the old Rawls, so I've been watching from 97 on. They're just so much better. It's not that the talent... The talent's, obviously, more athletic than they've ever been. But these this talent can not cut promos. Sixers need to make a trade. They're, they're, there's no trade they can make that's going to help them. They need a shooter, but... I don't know where they're going to find that shooter. But back to wrestling uh, for a minute. There's, there, the, the, the talent realized too much. Actually, let me rephrase this. Vince tells the writers to tell the talent that they have to read these scripted promos, which doesn't work. You can't get involved in a storyline. The play-by-play guys aren't nothing to write home about. When you turn on Raw now, there's no juice in the building at all. There's no energy in the building. You look at the old Raw's, people wanted to be there. It was a happening. It was a big deal. Now it's like, oh, it's Raw. Like, no. Even SmackDown's the same way. You know, you, Once in a while, you'll get a segment that's really good, and you'll be like, oh, maybe it'll continue, but it doesn't. Um, it, I just think it, it could be more. That's all. It could be a lot more. Uh, the other thing that I noticed, which doesn't make any sense to me, is that Charlotte Flair, by the way, I can look at Charlotte Flair all day, every day, but... She's probably on NXT tonight going to challenge Rita Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. Why? I, to me, I don't care what anybody says. I know they're trying to make NXT as equal as SmackDown and Raw. It's not. It's always to me the way I look at it that it's going to be like the minor league. You know, it's going to not. It's still fun to watch. But why would you want to go? That'd be like I won the World Series. I want to go down to Triple A and win the championship in Triple A. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. I don't understand it. You know, but again, on AEW tonight—I'm sorry, on NXT tonight—everyone will be watching because I guess Charlotte Flair will be at NXT, and I guess that'll be one of the—you know—one of the uh, main events at WrestleMania. And obviously, I don't think Charlotte Flair is going to win that because it's not like Charlotte Flair is going to go to NXT and def- defend the title. I guess they're really trying to push Rita Ripley. But I, that's just the one thing that kind of just stuck out at me, and I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to touch on wrestling AEW. I think they're doing some good things. I think their heels are really good. Um, I like Chris Jericho a lot with his stable I like and I should know his name right now Chris if you're listening you'll probably know his name uh, the guy that Cody Rhodes is, is the guy that Cody Rhodes is is feuding with right now on uh, aew I like him a lot I like having Jim Ross there I like having Tony Schiavone on I think that's great uh, I just think they need to do a better job with their um, their baby faces on aew and and, and let me uh, this the other thing is that the guy that's horrible on aew and I got to think of his name now uh what is it kenny omega oh my god this guy can wrestle but he's horrible cutting a promo i can't really believe this guy can kick somebody's ass i can't i'll watch tonight we'll see what happens but i i I don't get it at all i don't understand mjf thank you very much chris i like him i'm a fan um so there's some things that i like i think their heels are good but their baby faces outside of cody rhodes and I guess John Moxley. There's nothing. There's no baby faces that really you know get me get me going or get me you know get me going. I think their presentation is great. I like it. It's a lot better than NXT. NXT still wants to have that kind of indie feel, I guess. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm just never. I'm not a huge fan of NXT. And I'm not saying the wrestlers. It's not good to watch. It's not entertaining. I just don't care for it. And I wish that you know, Raw could evolve into what it was in the late 90s. It probably won't, but I wish that it could. So there's my WWE AEW rant. Um, By the way, if you want to check out another great podcast, Wrestling Inc. podcast, it's it's live on YouTube. It's on after every Raw, every SmackDown, every AEW, every pay-per-view. It's a great uh, podcast to listen to, but it's also great to watch. All the guys on there are a lot of fun. Make sure you check out Big Daddy Graham's podcast. I believe he's recording at 8 o'clock tonight. Make sure you download that. You support that. Uh, have I learned anything? <sighs> what have I learned? What have I learned? I'm trying to think here. Um AW is it's like a WCW feel. Yeah, it is almost yeah, I'd say that, Chris. It almost like a WCW feel. But I need more heel, I need more um baby faces to get behind. Plus, it'd be nice a little bit more things to look at, a little bit more ladies, just saying, you know. I know the Me Too movement, people are gonna get mad at me, but I'd like to see some good looking women like when I watch wrestling. Oh, the. Is it Kamala? Is it Kamala? Oh, what is her name? I got to. Before I sign off here, on. um, What the hell is it called now? NWA Power. The, um, the one female that's on there that is dating the world champion. Uh, let's see. NWA. Is it. Ka? I think it's Camila or Kamala. I'm probably butchering her name. She's gorgeous. I can watch her all the time, every day. Like, she's ridiculous. So check out N- nwa power it's it's pretty entertaining it's different they're doing the studio feel i'm a fan of it uh if you want something a little bit off the wall a little bit out there definitely check that out um but uh i've learned that i get jealous when people call from warm locations we had bill on from uh tampa who was sitting in ebar city as we spoke s- smoking a cigar enjoying the warm weather and i realized that i hate winter and that i can't stand it at all um and that's about it um So we'll be back next week, but this will do it for the 266th time of the Rob V Show. And like I do every time, in the words of my brother, Assistant Chief Zach Valivas of the world-famous Fort Washington Fire Company. Two wrongs don't make it right. They make it even. Good night, everybody.